Hello and welcome to Know Your Wrestling. I am your host, Mark Sylvester, and I hope to be reminding long-time fans and showing non-fans why wrestling is so good. And today I'm joined by my two good friends, Adam Turner. Hello. And Jimmy Cotton. Hello. And today I thought I'd do something a little different. Rather than us discussing matches we will be doing, obviously, today as well, I'm going to be showing these guys a little Wrestling 101. So, to begin with, guys, what is your knowledge on pro wrestling in general? Sod all. <laughs> Jimmy? Yeah, um, I don't really know that much either. To be quite honest, we was won. there anyone that you knew about, or anyone that you noticed wearing their shirt, or anything like in I remember playing the old like games. pop cultures, oh, that's yeah. that oh, sort yeah. of thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, like, that's the only way. That's the only way I knew. Like, that's the only wrestling knowledge I have. Like throughout the nineties, like wrestling was like really big when I was at um, primary school, and like friends of mine used to collect like the action figures, and they had the. the oh um, God, that's ages ago. <laughs> back when it was WWF. Yeah, it's now WWE now. By the pandas. Pandas, sorry. Oh, pandas. Yeah. yeah, they got sued by the World Wildlife Fund for yeah, the initials. The they lost, initials. so now the pandas beat the wrestlers. And there's a picture, a video, um, a t-shirt you can buy which actually has a panda hit, hit another panda oh. in the head with a steel chair. <laughs> Was there any wrestlers you might remember or anyone? Undertaker, you probably... that's the only one I remember. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Nope. You Was he remember... the fat one? No, he was the one with the goatee. He used to yeah. drink the beer and... Nope. Um, do you I remember know, The Rock? I never watched. Oh yeah, no, I remember The Rock. The Rock, the way, of course, yeah, yeah. everyone he's, knows The Rock. He's turned into like an actor. an actor now. Yeah, who's one of the biggest actors in the world now, isn't he? It's crazy. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. He's there. Um, choke slamming? Who used to do choke slamming? Uh, Taker and Kane did. Because I remember that being a big thing. You can look at me. I will no, not I, I'm going to look at you because I want you to confide in me. And <laughs> yeah. You're not making it. No, no, you have to do that to Mark. I'm not, <laughs> I know, I you you know. can say anything. Like, do you remember Tony? And it's just like, I, yeah, him, the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, that actually was a wrestler called Tony oh, Atlas. Yeah. Tony, we all know Tony. Yeah, we all know Tony in wrestling. There's always one. Like, uh, that's the thing with wrestling. You can think of any name and will probably be a guy in wrestling in general. So... So now I'm going to do with you guys a little wrestling 101 before we watch our match. Will there be a quiz? No, not at all. Oh, just really? a little, it will basically be me. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff I'm going to be missing out <laughs> because it'll be too much to to discuss. But I thought I'd do like the main essentials that you're going to need for when we watch the match. And I'm going to ask you what you thought of the match is and that sort of the match, obviously. Uh, basically, the first thing is there's been many promotions, as you mentioned before. WWF, WWE, WCW, AWA, ECW, TNA, and New Japan, and etc. They're different promotions. You've got the ring, which is usually 20 by 20, which is usually 20 by 20. It's like a squared circle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is what they wrestle in. Squared circle. That's uh, what uh, it's uh, called. It's called the squared is, circle. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's more uh, interesting like... than, the, than the size. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it, I don't know why they call it. And there's also a six sided ring, which is, looks like a hexagon. And then UFC, they use an eight sided uh, cage. So so the octagon. Yeah, it's the octagon, yeah. So you've got in like. Yeah, you should know this. Thing. Yeah, so <laughs> Mexico and in TNA, they have a six sided ring, which is different to other promotions. Um, another thing you've got is an angle, which is basically a storyline in a sense between two wrestlers or more, depending on they want to do the angle one of the most famous ones would probably be one between Bret Hart and Steve Austin back from 96 97 you've got three main people in wrestling you've got the baby face who's the good guy the heel which is the bad guy and the twin which is in in the middle so you've got Austin even though he's in a sense by wrestling logic should be a heel because the love fans loved him so much he was a face same with like in some wrestlers even though they're supposed to be a baby face or a heel people like them or dislike them depending on how they perceive them to be which is basically to do with later on the IWC which is the 
into the wrestling community and they're the people who are like the more the smart the more the smart marks and the more the people who know the more backstage and stuff about wrestling and Ram. they're not <laughs> the marks who would think it's real and like sort yeah. of thing as well uh, you've got as well blading busted open and hard way basically blading is where in a match they have like a blade uh, they don't do as much anymore in the WWE because of their PG but they used to have in their wristband they used to have like a blade and you could like blade their heads Really? Yeah, to add, it, it used to add, it adds more to the match because if you're bleeding, it adds more oh, to the match. Well, so it adds well, more I was say, like, drama. Like, yeah, yeah, no, so they do it so no one can see it. It's like a little blade and they just cut their forehead. Um, and the hard way is basically if it's done properly, if it's actually like done obviously by accident, oh, yeah, but yeah. if it's like, you know, proper hard way, which is more dangerous. The, um, the aggressive way. Yeah. Feud would also be... A gritty be, way. Yeah. yeah. The, the, feud would be the same thing as like an angle, but a feud is more... Like more personal, kind of more hatred between the two wrestlers. Uh, cheat, heat, and pop. That basically is, for example, cheat, heat. No, cheat, heat is basically where you got like a wrestler who's bad mouthing the, the hometown of the crowd is in on the same thing of pop, saying the city's great if they're in like London, for example. Or the heat would be London shit, that sort of stuff. Uh, oh, kind of get them. Yeah, roll. Yeah. Then... Yeah, rolled oh, up my yeah, bush, yeah. and the wrestler who's there wrestling against the fans will be more into the wrestler because it's like you said, battle about our hometown, screw you kind of thing, because that's the funny thing. Um, the crowd, obviously, is one of the most important things. The wrestling is the most important thing. The crowd can make or break a match. So if a crowd is not interested in a match at all, they can make it. Well, I said to you guys before, in one of the matches that was possibly might be uh, shown today, uh, basically, even though in the match CM Punk is the, the hill and John Cena's the baby face, because of the crowd, it's the hometown crowd and everyone loves Punk more than Cena, it's the, the dynamics kind of change as well. Double turn and turn. Basically, a uh, turn is when a wrestler turns from a good guy to a bad guy, and a double turn is when they both change in the same match. That sounds like I'm back in like film studies class. <laughs> just like... Yeah, so yeah, no. So as I'm saying about these guys, so anything. A double turn is where they both. They both go, like so the bad guy turns to the good guy and the good guy turns to the bad guy and they yes. kind of like switch sides. Yep. Which is okay. what happened in the Steve Austin against Bret Hart match at WrestleMania 13. That's one. That's the known for being one of the best matches in general and also the first real double turn. Now you know how we feel when you talk about ro ro uh, robot wars. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you have uh, the finish, which is obviously like the the one, two, three. Uh, you have a false finish, which is ba and the near fall, which is basically a false finish is when they use a, a finishing move and you think it's going to end, but they kick out a two. And a near fall is when they kick out a two in general. Uh, the finisher is obviously their big move, like the choke slam, tombstone, stone cold stunner, that kind of thing. Stone cold stunner, that was the one I was thinking of. Uh, I remember that. Born object would basically yeah, be like weapons and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the gimmick would basically be their, their character, like who they're portrayed as and stuff. Like my favorite wrestler, Sasha Banks, is known for being the boss. Steve Austin was known for being the toughest SOB. Seeing Punk was known for being best in the world, that kind of stuff. You've got the gold on the strap, which is basically the, the different championships they can win, like from the world championship to the intercontinental championship to the tag championship women's championship that kind of thing and a high spot and spot is basically big moments in the match where a high spot is more the more uh, aerial sort of spots where a normal spot is just basically more like a big move and a big sequence that happens in the match um, trying to take it all in. <laughs> kayfabe is basically in a sense where before like it, obviously the internet and they are able to tell you more about how wrestling is in real life and stuff and how actually it's predetermined and stuff like kayfabe was very important back in back in the day where in the in the olden days like nowadays the hills and the faces outside the ring would hang out now and do stuff but in the olden days they never would so if a reporter was backstage they might have been seen chatting 
they would like stop instantly and just like look at each other like really scurrily. Like, but now mm-hmm. they wouldn't do it as much anymore because kayfabe. Like, even though it's kind got of dead. My eye on you. Yeah. I hate you. A <laughs> uh, low card, a mid card, and main eventer. A low card is someone who's low on the card. Mid card is someone who's in the middle, and the main event is like the people. Of what? Who, uh, wrestling. So they got in like wrestling terms. So diff- oh. There's different wrestlers, <laughs> so they have different things like a low card, a mid card, and a main eventer. Main eventers are the people who are, like main event the pay per views, who are headlining oh, right, and stuff. Okay. Mid, the mid would be the middle, and you have got ones at the bit, uh, beginning. But sometimes the main eventers could possibly also do a curtain jerker, which is basically do the first match of the pay-per-view or the event, which then could helpfully then, like, build up and bring up other wrestlers as well. You've also got the manager and the mouthpiece. A manager is you've got a wrestler who might have someone around with them and they can be outside the ring basically saying to the wrestler, like, do this, do this, do this, oh, or they oh, can yeah, talk for them as well. Yeah. Like, Paul Heyman is known for being an amazing mouthpiece, which we're going to be watching a <laughs> promo a ra- or two as well. You're such a good mouthpiece. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you. Because you're basically, the mouthpiece is the person who's for, because with wrestling, like, even though the wrestling itself is really good, the whole selling of the match is really important as well. If you're not really good on the mic, you can't really sell the match where we have a really good mouthpiece like Paul Heyman for example he's able to sell the match and sell what's happened be like so big where when Brock Lesnar beat the streak which is basically a really big thing in wrestling where when it happened like a lot of people who are growing men were crying because it's part of their childhood growing up Taker oh lost a match Wrestlemania he would use that to then keep them going and remain, yeah. make sure he reminded people which really worked as well just a great m- mouthpiece in general uh, you've also got someone who's over with the crowd basically means they're a fan favorite and they, and they like him and stuff um Another one would be a pinfall submission, tap out, which is basically the part of the submission, DQ and count out. This is how usually wrestling would end. Yeah. Like pinfall, obviously, yeah. one, two, three. Tap out is they tap out or they uh, basically say, I quit. DQ is obviously for an object being used or interference by a wrestler. And then count out is if they get counted up by 10 in America, most countries, or 20 in Japan. Right. <laughs> Last a while, just 20, yeah, 20, 20 seconds, seconds pinned down. Yeah. Yep. A promo shoot is basically a promo is which is it's, yeah, it's a scripted, and a yeah. shoot is more where it's actually kind of more realistic and it's more like based on real life sort of thing, which is like I'm going to show you guys later on a really good shoot promo from CM Punk back in 2011. A which shoot is promo. Shoot promo. Oh. <laughs> um, You've also got a promo package and a, and a vignette. Mm. Basically, with a vignette, it's kind of different where it's more sort of skitty and stuff. Where a promo package, it's used to help build up the match before a, a certain match at a pay-per-view if it's like a big main event sort of match. Because uh, some promo packages are really well done. Like, even if you haven't watched anything of wrestling at all, you can just watch a promo package and you can kind of feel like, actually, I know who the good guy and the bad guy is and I know what, what they're fighting for and I know who I want to win and that sort of stuff. A push is basically where they're pushing someone in a sense that you're really popular with the person, with the fans and stuff. We're going to push you to be more up, up the main events and then like they push you and make you win and stuff. Uh, put over is basically in a sense where they're put over and they win. And basically this is what happens in wrestling where we're going to put you over, we're going to have you win the match which then hopefully by, by having a big wrestler be putting that over that wrestler that might hopefully build up their reputation and get them higher in the threshold of wrestling. The signature move is basically different to the finishing move where it's signature move where for example a certain, a certain wrestler will have their own move yeah. yeah where for example even though Chokes might be finished of certain wrestlers it's also a signature move of the Undertaker and stuff yeah. and then Steve Austin's um, signature move would probably be the Lufez press and then into the, the punches and stuff on the floor and stuff like that and Cena's for example would be the now you can see me with the with that move and also Punk's would be the knee and the bulldog and that sort of stuff a load of different ones then you've also got a stable which is basically two or more wrestlers <laughs> so which is basically like there's been many famous stables across wrestling like you've got the Four Horsemen the Radicals DX 
Bullet Club, the club. You have many different stables across wrestling. The New Day. So is it just a group of people? Yeah. yeah. A group of... Is he, I'm guessing the bullet ones. Are they, do they wear like SWAT kind of stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen I've seen them. Yeah, they're really famous in Japan. Hmm. I've got one of AJ Styles shirts before I went to WWE. I've got it as like, it's really cool. They're, they're really big in Japan and across America as well. Uh, you've also got a swerve, which is basically like, you think something's going to happen, but the opposite completely happens. Like you think a match is going to be predictable and you think the rest is going to win, but then suddenly at the end, it's just like, Oh my god! What the hell just happened? Something time? happens. They pull it out, put the kind of pull the rug from under their yeah. feet, and then it goes. Completely yeah. Same direction. thing as well. Like you think someone's going to turn into a face, but they actually go against the other person and stuff. That sort of thing. And then the final thing I'm going to mention to you guys today, but then also there's more stuff that you can look online as well. Be the X signal, where for example in wrestling, like when they know a wrestler's actually hurt properly, oh, right. like where, so you like, know, it's like a safety word. Yeah. <laughs> basically, if you see a wrestler do that, then they know for. A, oh God, the wrestler's actually properly yeah. injured because in wrestling, because some wrestlers are so good at selling, which is basically, and bumping, acting, which is basically yeah. acting and showing the, like, the fans, because if they didn't sell properly, they wouldn't get invested in it. And because mm. with wrestling, when you have a really good match, which is the fourth choice I'm going to show you guys potentially today, the one we're going to show you, it can really add to a match and really can make it by having the X there. They could realize, oh, the God, the person's yeah, yeah, actually yeah. injured. We need to get them out and that sort of stuff. And it's a safety word. Yeah I, yeah, I didn't know yeah, that, that, that. That was... The thing I always thought it was like, Stop, like help, yeah, I'm yeah, hurt. yeah, like, like 100%, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just because by were... by doing that, like if a casual fan might not know what that means, it kind of I guess wouldn't spoil the match as much. But if enough to a actual fan fan, like yeah. a more the hardcore smart fan, they would know what it means. So it kind of doesn't take away if it's like, if it's like a tag match and they can potentially still carry it on whilst they're turning to the person yeah. that's injured. So is there anything from those quick? So does the the X actually does it break the immersion as a viewer? So if you uh, see that, does it? It, kind it, of it, take away some it, of the it, magic it, it, it can it? do yeah it can do because the people that are watching it the fans know that that rest is actually injured properly he's not yeah he's, he, yeah, he's not he's not playing he's not selling to it which is like some wrestlers like even though they might not put an X because of how good their, their selling is you might actually think that it actually hurt in general yeah. which adds more to the drama of the match oh I see now oh, yeah it's a lot more technical than and actually just hitting each other. Yeah, yeah. and also chair. as well, you've got selling as well, which I mentioned, like with some wrestling matches, like if there's like, if they got like a, in a sense, a wrestling injury, for example, like a like a fake injury, they would like focus on that injury in the match to then build up to the, and then if they notice with some wrestlers, when you notice their, that body part's been injured, they can't use certain moves and you can see them selling and that, that's yeah. really well as well, which is why it's really good. So, is there anything else you guys want to? So, what what's the kind of crossover between uh, like uh, UFC cage fighting and wrestling? Because I know that quite a few wrestlers also uh, go into the the octagon and mm. fight. UFC, I guess it's so... uh, same with boxing. I guess it's more like the build up to it and that sort of thing. It's different because obviously UFC is um, real, where wrestling is. It's not fake. It's predetermined. Like. They the moves obviously hurt because the amount of bumps mm. because of wrestling they've a lot of wrestlers have died early because of pain pain addiction some wrestlers are paralyzed because of it people can't move and that sort of stuff pain addiction yeah <laughs> pain like, like over saturated oh, no like pain yes, like pain addiction going. like they're uh, they're addicted what? to like painkillers and stuff <laughs> oh, like okay, that yeah. you know like yeah, the, the yeah. pain addiction because yeah, of how much pain they're resistant to the uh, painkillers and everything. yeah. You and like a lot, lot of them, yeah, there. sorry, a lot of them like have died because of it, like from like steroids and stuff. Like there's a famous wrestler, uh, Chris Benoit, who because of wrestling, like injuries to his head, and then like because of steroids, um, killed his, himself, his wife, and his son. Really? And then he had an 80 year old Alzheimer's patient brain, Jeez. pretty much because of 
it is like even though it's people love it it is still pretty brutal yeah i can imagine it is <laughs> yeah and also as well the cross thing it, it's they're very close as well they're very close like even though they're different they're still very close at the same time wrestling and ufc and mixed martial arts cool and right. okay so are we picking a match out of the yep. hat? So the matches we might... We're going to be watching one match and we'll also be watching some promos as well. So the matches we have a choice would be between Bailey and Sasha Banks. Even though I've shown this match before on a previous podcast, I thought it was a good match to show you because it has a really... Uh, basically, you know who the babyface is, know who the heel is, and it's a really good storyline, really good like selling by the two wrestlers. It's a really good match in general. You have CM Punk versus John Cena. You have yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn. And you also have Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. So, who would like to do the like, pick? We, we actually Jimmy. have a hat here. We have a hat, and who wants to choose? I'll, I'll pick the... the... Jimmy, who... Well, it's really your hat. Isn't it? Yeah, you're the only one not wearing. Well, I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll put we the hat got on our when podcast we... hats on today. Yes, we have. And the match we've chosen is Sasha Banks versus Bailey. Bailey, she's really amazing. She's inspired everybody, and she's really nice. I've always been passionate about this. I see the same drive in the other four horsewomen of NXT. We had the one goal, and it was to change the women's division, not just in NXT, but in WWE. Charlotte's the NXT Women's Champion! Ladies and gentlemen, Charlotte! A Bailey friend forever! Hey! Oh, come on! Becky, what are you doing? Becky! think that the NXT Universe wants to see a headband-wearing little girl as their champion, Bailey? The boss! We have a new women's champion! No. Sasha Banks! Oh, Emma caught the foot. No! Boo freaking who. Grow up. There's a reason that I'm on Raw and SmackDown and you're not. You want to know the biggest difference between Sasha Banks and Bayley? What I've been fighting for for the past two years, I have to sit back and just watch people kind of take my spot, and it's really, really tough to do. But I've been able to kind of gather my thoughts from what I'm really here to do. My number one goal is to become the NXT Women's Champion. Well, Bailey is back. It appears to be healed up. Oh, wait a minute. Champion. I'm 
Finally, prove to the world, prove to my mom who keeps coming to these championship matches and watching me lose. And I'm gonna prove to Sasha Banks. Here comes Bailey! She's finally had enough! That she was wrong about me, and I will defeat her. What did you think about that match? Yeah, it was good. Well, I can kind of see like the the exuberance and the the whole production values of it all, and that's kind of its main appeal. Like, um, it is basically, um, from what I got, it was, it was all just showmanship. It was no, no messing around. It was all right there, all from the very beginning. Um, Turning up in the car. Yeah, yeah, like, not Hmm. just the, the fighting in the ring. It was, it happened, like, before the match even started, and then even after it ended, and then everything was resolved towards the end. It was, it was... There wasn't a bell, was there? Like, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, there was. Was there? I didn't yeah. hear it. Like, all of a sudden, it just started. <laughs> yeah, there was Because they a bell. started taunting each other, Yeah, didn't like, they? yeah and I just yeah. got carried away in that, and I didn't even hear the bell. Either. And then they then, they kind <laughs> of, like, started catfighting, and they got stuck into to it. Yeah. And then, any, like, brief things you want to say before we go more into detail? No, I think Jimmy handled it quite well. It's all, it, all, it is all about showing them, showing how popular each... Um, each wrestler is like you can see by the by the uh, excitement of the crowds just how what they favour in and everything. Um, yeah. Was there any like particular like spot or moment that you thought stood out for you? I mean, like like the moments I said beforehand were some of the big moments. Was there anything from that? Or maybe anything else that you saw that kind of stood out for you and you thought this was really I mean, cool or but, that you might remember? Mostly like the the more acrobatic sort of moves. They were probably the ones that stuck most and uh, I, I don't don't know where they like uh like the signature moves and all that they mm. like the crowd knew they were going to happen and whether they went uh one way or another yeah. was, was unpredictable that was mm. so like the the crowd being riled up by certain um uh, like move sets that you can sense that um were going to happen and then you know, like like I said earlier, like something completely different happened, and you know, it, it was yeah, and you heard the crowd go completely like threw the, us off. Yeah, completely. There's one thing you that know. I kept on concentrating on, and that was when um, Bailey, uh, when Sasha Banks took off Bailey's uh, arm brace or something. Yeah. You were saying earlier on how like if they have an injury, they like they they you can see it like they change their move and they change their style and like how they hit and everything. You can you can see that like throughout the match, Bailey was using her, her damaged hand, and when the brace was off after Sasha was hitting hit, hit, hitting and damaging the hand more, you can see that she started using her left hand more. And yeah, and when of, she was you, the adrenaline, you can see after she does certain moves, you can see Bailey go back to the hand because yeah. it's the great selling by the two wrestlers and and the drama as well. Like, did you guys also before the match you enjoy the promo package? Could you like as I was saying to you before, a good promo package can help build a map, even though you never seen the wrestlers themselves and know who they are because you then from that promo package know, well, you know who you the good guy who is who the bad guy money. is yeah. and that yeah. sort of yeah. stuff the as well yeah blow up blow up like inflatable yeah and then you got like sasha in a in a, in a cadillac yeah. with like like bodyguard types escorting her to the to the ring and yeah and like you say that that the the outcome of that match was 
the the underdog won, and yeah, I didn't expect that. Like I did. the you did, I, uh, I, you you, I did. you kind I of suspected. I did kind it. of see that. Like, but the way how it was presented, I thought it was going to be uh, Sasha Banks winning match. But Which is why it's the wrestling is so good. It can make you think someone's going to win, but then it surprises you and be like. You want the underdog to win and it's stuff, which like is really. It's like a film. You think about the it good is. guys yeah, losing, yeah. and then yeah, and then you know it all it's comes around, out, and yeah. yeah. So, I mean, can you guys see why that match has been voted by many people as one of or the best match of 2015? Is to be it? Fair, I, I, don't, I haven't seen enough matches to say that. Okay. Right? I can't. I, I don't think I can say this is the best of the year because that's. Yeah, I know mean. nothing about wrestling, and that's the only one. No, I mean, I mean, in a sense, like, can you see why? I can see okay, why people enjoy it's so su- such, such a high regard. Fight. Then, yeah, yeah. yeah, can you see why it's at such a high regard? Yeah, yeah. of course. And also, was there like, did you like the way they were selling it? Did you like? Obviously, you guys were making some comments about it and stuff, but could you? Uh, were you getting emotionally involved in the match? Could you like, like, can you see why people would be so emotionally involved in that in that kind of match? Because it just yeah, shows like, how like, wrestling can be like so good. Part of me wanted was rooting for Bailey to win, like, because you see her as the underdog, and you know the way how Sasha Banks was taunting, taunting at the beginning and throughout. and well, yes, yeah, throughout the match, it, it kind of made it her look. Like she, 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 yeah, yeah, she, she did, yeah, exactly, and it was like, I, uh, part of me felt like you don't deserve this win, I, like, yeah, I, I wanted like Bailey to win, even though Bailey's hand and consi- exactly, like, consistently even... trying to damage it more and everything's like you, you can't do, do yeah, keep you, doing you that, can't do but... that, and it... but it just shows how good of a a hero that she is to do that, which then makes people love Bailey even more mm. than want her to win, exactly. which is why wrestling and films like Rocky and stuff are so good at doing that, that they make you want the underdog to win and you have that such investment in the match and the people as well, which is why, you know, and final like thoughts, what would you guys give it out of five? Out of five? Um, again, like, it's, it's really hard again, to say because... because, we, because I've we... only ever seen this one match in depth, kind of thing, like in this kind of way, so I can't really judge that much, but I'd say like an eight out of ten, I think. Eight out of ten, that would be a seven, four out of five. Yeah. Seven, yeah. eight out of ten. Yeah. Okay, so... so Three and a half to four out of five, yeah. and for you, Jim, yeah, Bob? probably about the same, probably four. Okay. I haven't, I haven't, I don't, yeah, we, I we haven't seen enough to judge. Okay, it. and also by watching that as well. Obviously, we so I would ask you later on, but would this match kind of make you want to watch more and and to it, watch like other matches which are really good as well, and also the different variety of wrestling like you have hardcore stuff, the more high spots, like ladder matches, easier, and I can compare yeah. them all together. But yeah. Yeah, more matches like that, and I think that you know that was quite a a good one to pick because it kind of had a little bit of everything. And yeah, which is why I thought it, out, of, out of the four, even though I mentioned this match before, it, it is works well because it has a bit of everything. It has the great storytelling, the great setting, the great ring psychology, the great in ring action. The entrances were great. The promo package was great. It literally everything about that match shows you why wrestling is so good it's one of the perfect matches to show people where even though the other matches yeah. were really good as well uh like the nakamura Sami Zayn match was great even though there's two good guys fighting the austin Bret Hart match was great we got the double turn the cm punk match uh, was really good as well against john cena but i think that match is a really good match to show you guys as well well thank you for showing us yeah <laughs> no worries and also afterwards i showed you guys a few promos so, what did you guys think about the different style of promos uh, from the '80s? Crazy, or was it Warrior one going fair, into the car? The yeah, the crazy one's kind of 
Well, it goes with that a whole showmanship. Yeah, it, it goes with the more back in the eighties. Sorry to interrupt you, Jimmy, but in the eighties and nineties, it was more the, of the characters. Where now, where in the later nineties, it was more to do with the more realistic style. Like you guys were saying, you can't. You seem to prefer the more outlandish, more sort of over the top sort of characters, more yeah. cartoony sort of characters. Yeah, I mean, but like the newer ones, they just talk and talk I and mean, talk and talk and talk. It's just a bit boring. I mean, because we know that wrestling isn't. Um, like a hundred percent real. Oh, there, there are... oh, you're gonna annoy some people. <laughs> Am I really by saying that? Uh, no, a lot, well, a lot, a lot, a lot of people sure know. A lot of people know it's fake, but it's pre, it's predetermined. Like, but, like, like, it, it like, is, it is, like I, I don't want to say yeah. the word fake or or like staged or anything like that because. Like because the match it, that we watched, there were elements in that that didn't look staged. So that looked like yeah. they were complete yeah, yeah. surprises. And also as well, like it, the moves hurt, like about a foot wide of like wood and a little, maybe an inch or two of like foam on top. Like it hurts. Like when you listen, when you watch it in, in real life, you can just hear the loud like bang yeah. and stuff. It can seriously hurt and stuff, which is why, you know. So Jimmy, carry on, mate. But yeah, and um, yeah, sorry, you, you, you know <laughs> that that because it's. Uh, some of it is is a little more over the top, let's say. Having the over top characters kind of brings it all into like one level, rather than having over the top action in the ring, but then really serious. Yeah, like, I mean, there, there are, it kind of doesn't doesn't. There are properly. there are still the more over the top characters, but there's not as many as there were back in the day yeah. because obviously in the eighties and nineties they could. Where nowadays, because of the internet and everything else, you can get away with it, but probably not as much as you could back in the day and stuff. So, any other things you want to say about the promos that stood out for you? Did you like? Obviously, you didn't like the CM Punk one. No, no it's it, it, it seemed a bit too. It was like they were just both sat down. And... Wait, this was the yeah the one that was the first one. The the, yeah, the, yeah. the shoot promo yeah. heard around the world. It was, it was just like he was sat there talking, and then. Um... Oh, what's his name? I've been going on about his theme John tune. Cena. John Cena. No, no, no. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, John Cena was just like sat on the table. He, at the end, he put his arm rest. He wasn't even sweating. He was just sitting there. Just, yeah, okay. Taking it. Yeah. He wasn't really... He was just like... I, I, I wanted John Cena to get up there and like... I wanted someone up behind him. Just <laughs> to come up and like... like... <laughs> Or like something to Take fall him out on him, just something yeah. interesting. Because at the time he wanted to leave and everything else, and like that was actually seen to be one of the best promos of that year. Oh well, I, <laughs> that's all right. And I guess maybe because you don't Please maybe the know the more the backstage stuff and the more no. politics. Maybe if you knew more of what he went through to get there and how yeah, he yeah, felt yeah. like he wasn't being used enough that he should do, maybe it might be different, I guess, as well. Yeah. Did you guys enjoy the Paul Heyman promo when he was in the middle of the ring? Obviously, it's like, it's, a, it's well, didn't show you all his promos, but that's like, you know, one he does as well after. But yeah, again, 20, that was, that 31. was very outlandish. Just and, <laughs> yeah. He just had to move. <laughs> it was very outlandish and like, like but it was also cool kind of predictable as well like the rematch wasn't going to happen at all these events it's going to happen right yeah. now and Brock Lesnar like got yeah. ready at the other side of the stage like kind of knew that was going to happen it was it was riling up to that anyway 
And you have Paul Heyman, who's such a great promo person, that he can help build up Brock Lesnar. We Brock wouldn't have to say a word. He can just stand there, just do his movement yeah. a bit. And then Paul's the one who builds up the match and make it really important, which is great as well. And, like, obviously, I ask you guys again and stuff, like, would you, in a way, like, maybe go out and watch, obviously, matches you said you might do, but would you go out and maybe watch some more different promos and watch maybe different stuff? And, like, because of the whole meme of the John Cena meme and the whole meme with the rocket <laughs> arcade of nowhere and Botchamania and stuff, like, I'll be interested to see different ones. Next I, I think seeing it as like a whole package as like, like from start to beginning, from start to beginning, from start to end, I start mean. Start to beginning. <laughs> that's two words very, for start. That's a very long uh, tense there, isn't it? Um, yeah, if I, if you see the entire thing like unfold, then maybe it would make a little bit more sense. Mm. But like the uh, CM Punk stuff that we saw, if we had seen the entire match and the build up towards that, then probably would have seen his motives for the mm. for his speech and all that so yeah and can you guys after watching those promos and the match itself and stuff and obviously there's other matches i want to show you guys we haven't got enough time to show you them all like can you see why wrestling is so popular with people and can you yeah, see yeah, why people get so that. invested yeah and you know like even you jimmy who's never really watched it before like even you are getting invested in your shows that when you yeah, have like, a like, really good match like same of any sport or anything like when it's something's really good you can get properly invested like it's it's that that sporting nature you know you rooting for the underdog you don't want you don't want the bad guy to win you want the your good guy to win i i've your always bailey. yeah your bailey, your bailey. i've yeah. i've always you know, like connected with the underdog i don't know if like other people no, no, but because <laughs> that's a great you? thing about WWE in general. Like they're they're people who are like really good. Like, even though the hill yeah, might get away and win a lot, it when it comes to the fact that where the hill finally loses, that's like as this with with here Sasha Banks when she lost the title. It was such a, a big moment, and such a thing. It's just like they make you feel so invested and so like you want to see the bad guy get beaten up and lose. Yeah, that it's great when it finally happens. Well, yeah, it's like yeah. that in films. Like... Yeah. And it shows you by watching that match as well why these two were so respected. Like even though they're a baby facing a hill, they were both being cheered at, uh, as much as each other yeah, because of how were, respected they were by the fans. They were both as big as each other, and yeah. they, you know that came across in in the chants and in the fight as well. Yeah. So Adam, any other points? You, any other comments you guys want to say or anything about the I stuff you watched? Uh, anything, Jimmy? I I definitely watch another match. Not tonight, but maybe another time. Okay. Analyze another one. Yeah. Maybe a handful more. I mean, there's a there's a match I was. And then and then. Like, I was like, never, oh, there's a match you might want to watch. It's it's been very a lot of people love the match, but there's a few people who didn't like a match, and it's called Will Ospreay versus Ricochet, and that's more from New Japan. It's called a lot of, a lot of flips. So if you were saying you want a lot of flips, you might like that match because it's the more sort Acrobatic. of aerobatic, <laughs> yeah. more cruiserweight, high flying stuff. You might sort of like that match, and with wrestling, you can have on on a car like. One which is the more technical side, one that's the more submission based side, the more like hardcore, the more like stuff they do with like ladders, or you can have that sort of thing high flying as well. Like, do you like the fact yeah. as well with wrestling as you guys have we watched of it? There's so many different types of variety and many different yeah, types yeah. of wrestling I mean, like, that the, the, the you one can... thing I remember about the games is the ladder one. The ladder it's matches, like there's a briefcase yeah. hanging up or something like that. And well, it it just adds another dimension, I suppose. Mm. It just keeps on going up and up and up. No, and like. Um, like I, I would like to see more of them and see more of the variety in how they play out. Was mm. as like I mean, compared to that one, that one seemed like pretty straight laced match. The the uh, Sasha Banks match that we watched, um, but 
no, seeing a bit more. I want, I want more outlandish. I, I okay. like, I like the exuberance of it, and I like the pantomime, the sort of like big colours, this, there's chants and all that sort of the stuff. The overstage. So, yeah, the yeah. the the overperformance of it. All. And can you see why after watching that, why? Even though I don't want to be biased towards certain wrestlers, why she's my favourite current wrestler. Can you yeah, see like, why I'm, like, she, I'm, big, she, I'm a big fan she of hers? She is properly overperforming. She like is she can uh, read the crowd and she knows what to do to yeah to make yeah, because them that, that, that's what like a good wrestler does. They use the crowd to to know what to do next because if you don't read the crowd and that sort of thing, you're not sure what to do next. It might either like might bring the crowd down which is you you don't want that you yeah. want the crowd to be as invested in you as possible and adam can you see the same thing as well yeah, 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 my big course. fan of hers so yeah so thank you very much there guys for being on the episode i hope you guys enjoyed this little thing and yeah, hopefully when we do it again uh, as you guys know more of the wrestling terms even though there's loads more to tell you guys i thought i'll do it like a quick ones you should know we can hopefully do either another wrestler three matches themselves or different a promotion or something and show you guys some more stuff yeah, so yes yeah, so i hope these guys will be back on in the future and also before we guys go is there anything you want to plug any like youtube channels instagram facebook social media anything you guys want to plug check out jimmy cotton music and audio on facebook and also guys check out a podcast that i'll be appearing on with jimmy soon oh, i'm not sure if this will be uh, put onto uh, soundcloud and itunes uh by the time it's released of uh, me and Adam on Robot Wars podcast talking about the new series starting again. I'm only saying like plug my stuff because we are in my studio today. We have come away from your studio, Mark. Yeah, which is my living room. room. Which is your living room. <laughs> With my uh, Blue come, Yeti mic. <laughs> and we've come to my recording studio to do this podcast. It's special for us, but... No, well, thank, th- you, thank you, <laughs> thank you for having us, Mark. That's right, guys. I'm glad you, I'm glad you guys uh, enjoyed it as well. And I wanted to show you that match because I want to show you guys a really good match. And Adam, anything you want to plug or or, or anything? Not right now. <laughs> no. Still in the works. Not the living room. No, no, not yet. <laughs> Until we get our video. <laughs> <laughs> we get the yeah, and when it's uploaded as well, I'll I'll add it to the account uh, to the description. The living room arcade, and these guys are doing a let's play to begin with on Dead Space. So thank you very much there, guys. And this has been Know Your Wrestling. I've been Mark Sylvester with my great host, the legit bosses themselves, Adam and Jimmy. So thank you very much there, guys. Take care. And remember, guys, to subscribe to me on SoundCloud, like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, and also subscribe to me as well on iTunes. Thank you very much there, guys. Take care.